This is On the Nose with Joey Erringman. Son, there's no wrong way to consume alcohol. <sighs> Guys, we got picked up for season two. Season two. Season two. I hate this. <laughs> Welcome back. Why do you hate this, Jim? You shouldn't hate this. This is a good intro. Jim hates the hype. I know he does. <laughs> it's my own joke. <laughs> Don't ring it yet, Jim. I'm just moving it. That's the pretentious bell, if any of you remember from season one. Oh, yeah. Do we need a season one recap? No, that's no. a lot. Nope. We're not going to do that. But there's, there's hey, not, in case not. you missed it, this is what happened on season one. There's we no drank plot. whiskey. There's hey, no we're going to be drinking whiskey again, too. Rehashing the same old storylines, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. And there are no highlights. It was all bad. All right. So for bringing back season two, we are going to do a two-part tour of Scotland. Ooh. There you go. Thank you. All of the regions? All of the regions? We've got a little bit of a twist at the end of it that I just discovered while researching this episode. Like just now or like? No, we already talked about it before I started the show. Remember that spoiler alert I gave you? By the way, big props, respect for doing research before the episode. I know. Season two big things. I know. We didn't do it. I've I've actually (laughs) got the episode more scripted than I've ever done before. Oh, man. This should be interesting. You better not do a bad job then. I hope not. Yeah, if it's bad, it's all your fault then. (laughs) So this two-part episode where we are going to explore the depths of Scotch whiskey, and that's spelled without an E. Depths? No. (laughs) (laughs) Dips. And we'll start off with all the jokes. Welcome back. So (laughs) Scotch whiskey spelled without an E. We talked about that in season one. Yeah, go back to season one. Yeah. So, uh, you guys probably know everybody who's on the show right now, but to start with introductions, we have our standby legal advisor, Stephen Hercheck. That's me. And we're still hanging on to where did he come from, where did he go? <laughs> it's Jim Palumbo. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, we love it and he hates it. Which is why you love it. <laughs> it's an endless cycle. So, d- without looking at the screen, we're going to dive into this episode. Do you guys know the six regions of Scotland? I feel like I just learned them recently. You did. We talked about this right before the episode started. Yes. Yeah. So we got um, Highlands Islands, which is not how it's pronounced, but it's how I have to say it. Okay. Uh, Speyside. But he asked for six, so I guess we're going to separate those two. Oh, are we? Yeah. We'll we'll separate them for now. So that's the first two is Highlands Islands. Speyside, Lowlands, Isla, and... It's the new one. uh, Bardstown. No, that's bourbon. <laughs> nice try, though. No, that's a whiskey. Jim, do you know region. what it is? It's Campbelltown. 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 Campbell yeah, Campbelltown. Yeah, Campbelltown. like the like the soup. No. Sure. Mm-hmm. Not, any, except not. Any guesses on how many distilleries are in Scotland? Yes, there are guesses. Do you guys have any? No, no. I'm gonna say more than four. Yes, mm-hmm. Jim. Throw out a number. Can I price his right and go with five? Over 120 <laughs> distilleries in Scotland. Really? Yeah. I thought it was only going to be in the 30s or 40s. What are we doing here? I know. Well, I guess yeah. there's probably more in America. Yeah, there's a lot more. Uh, yeah, with all the craft <laughs> That's stuff what we're that doing we got here. going on. That's, that uh, is from visitscotland.com. I will cite myself a couple times throughout here. But uh, yeah, yeah, we they should say, do that more. Yeah. You know I, what I want to know? Is what's that? Who drinks more scotch? The Scots oh, or Americans? We got more people. You know what? Maybe I'll bring that into part two. Uh, I hope someone's can... done that statistic. Yeah. I'm sure there I, is. I'm I hope sure you I did that research. <laughs> so in no, in no particular order, because that was Jim's question earlier, we are we will begin 
talking about the Highland region. Mm. All right. So the way we'll do this is we'll talk about the region. We'll talk about the distillery, and then we'll get into the whiskey that we're going to try. And yes, we are going to be tasting six different whiskeys throughout these two episodes while we still drink what, whatever we have sitting next to us. Well, you know what they always say. What's, that? What's the only thing better than one whiskey? Six Another. whiskeys. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't heard that one. <laughs> it's almost like that was made up just now. The Highland region is the largest whiskey-producing region in Scotland, both in distilleries and in area. So, like, square area. The so, they had a, they had a leg up. They had a leg up, It's not that impressive. Yeah. They had more land to put distilleries on. Exactly. They've also got one of the most diverse regions due to the size and abundance of distilleries. They are typically known for the deeper notes of peat and smoke. Um, the number of Scotch distilleries to date... And this is the best number I could find is 37. That's pretty cool. Yeah. God, that's so a lot of whiskey. It is a lot of whiskey. And yeah, 37, it fluctuated. So I would say 35 to 40, depending on the year that the information came out. Um, because I think, I mean, it almost seems like they've got distilleries opening up periodically like we do in America here sometimes. Wait, hmm. so that makes me think like... If there are 37 highlands, like that's a very doable number. We could try whiskey from all of those. And what's more, like in our lifetime, we could try whiskey from all 120 distilleries in Scotland. I'm sure we could. We're starting with six right now. Yeah. Knocking it right so down. That's yeah. baby steps. Baby steps. So we'll probably end up doing that. I think the tricky part is the availability. Yes. Yeah. And we'll get into that a little in bit America. later because I had a little bit of trouble uh, curating the six bottle collection here, but... Uh, yeah, we'll get into that. So uh, sometimes the islands are counted as part of the highlands. And I will rephrase myself on that one because I discovered that the islands are actually counted as part of the highlands. So the islands and the highlands are all one region, but we're going to separate them out for the benefit of this episode. That way we get to talk about it more and have more whiskey. Oh, so, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not mad about it, but still. <laughs> I'm just furious. I'm going to need to drink my sorrows. I am irate right now. Don't worry. We'll get there. (laughs) So, quick question. Is there a reason that the islands kind of became this, like, make-believe region that we thought was real but isn't? So, the islands are distinct from the highlands. Like, they, their uh, whiskey characteristics are very more selective, where the highlands are very diverse in their whiskey characteristics so i think that's why it got separated out some is because i don't want to go too much into the islands yet but the islands are known for their peat and smokiness but also have that saltiness since they're surrounded by salt water that the highlands don't really receive as much okay Hmm. so basically like any distilleries that are on the islands of the highlands are pretty unique so people tend to think of them as different but they're not officially yeah so flavor wise it doesn't make sense to lump them together they're in the same region right not in the same flavor category yeah the islands all have a lot of similarities between each other Uh which is why they also group them together as well interesting so Hmm. uh so let's go into the distillery so our distillery is turn this towards me to make sure i get it right it's the glen goyne distillery i also have it written in my script that i could have looked at (laughs) <laughs> yeah. so what's the point of it being there otherwise <laughs> so the glengoyne distillery has been in continuous operation since its founding in 1833 they produce highland single malt that is then matured in the lowland region can you believe that I can. oh that was a good one so yeah 
The Highland, so this Highland single malt that we're about to drink was aged in the lowland region. Uh, located on the southern edge of the Highlands, there is no peat in the soil, making this one of the few peatless scotches produced in the Highland region. Actually, so in all of Scotland. produced in the Highlands, but aged in the yes. lowlands? Yes. Okay. Well, that's weird to me. Because if you're going to... Isn't where it ages so pivotal? So this has got to be like an offshoot, like a... Yeah, it's a, a distinct one, one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there a reason they do that? I think I'm sure they were just mixing it up. Yeah, just trying something new. I mean, the yeah. Jefferson's bourbon—they age them on the high seas. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, but bourbon is its own thing. There's a reason I know that, that. Well, I know, but there's a reason that bourbons do weird there. stuff like that. That can be a conversation um, for later. What else we got? So I got that. Okay, they also boast that they have the slowest stills in the world. And what I could gather from this is that they're... They're just all drunk. They heat it at a much <laughs> slower rate. So it boils slower and evaporates slower, I guess. Um, oh, I this think is they a can... science moment. Yeah, this is a science I moment. I feel like if you're going to distill something, like how quickly you heat it is kind of important. Yeah, so I, and I think that's why they brag about having the slowest stills. Um, I watched a video where the commentator talked about turning the steam valve would quicken the process, which they don't do. Hmm. But that's all I could get from (laughs) confirming that they use the heat to control the slowest stills. I don't. They didn't go into it a whole lot. I'm wondering if it's one of those trade secrets that I just couldn't find out a lot about. Uh, Oh yes, that's a law. I'm aware of what trade secrets are. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) See. All right. So Glengoyne Tent Jim, we got a lot of whiskey to drink, bro. I have more. Yes, you do. Oh my gosh, you have a lot more. Jim's gunning for me. Jim's All right. On the Are course. you complaining about having too much whiskey Shut in your glass? Shut up, Jim. Slancha. Slancha. All right, so this one's aged 10 years at 80 proof or 40% alcohol by volume. And it's one of the only, as I said before, one of the only to be distilled from unpeated malt. Chill out. We'll get there. It smells so good. Does it? I'm so excited. Oh, it does smell good. We cheers, so, and I was just n- like not ready to listen to facts. I was ready to go for whiskey. <laughs> I, I did it out of order. That's my bad. So the cask recipe for this, they actually showed, put this on their website. It's first 15% first fill European oak sherry, 15% first fill American oak sherry, and 70% hand-selected quality oak refill casks, which I have no idea what that means. I would have to assume that's ex-bourbon barrels. That's what I thought too, but I couldn't confirm it. Yeah. Also, don't look at the tasting notes. I want to see if you guys get these things. Okay. Yeah. Well, I want to say uh, I'm getting so on the nose. fruity notes on the nose. Okay. I'm getting. I'm gonna say it's very lighter too. pit fruits. Okay. This is the the kind of smell and taste I keep thinking is peat, but then I realize it's not peat, but it's still earthy. I'm getting no peat on this actually. Well, it's not. That's what he said. It's unpeated. That's yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I've smelled peat on scotches where they don't have any peat in them, and I don't know mm-hmm. what that is. Maybe I'm broken, but um, they have that earthiness to them yeah. that I. We're talking about the same thing. I don't smell that here. Okay. Not really. It's very strong for me. But I do get, like, the fruit, too. All right. Anything else you guys want to point out before we taste for it? Take a sip. It's a little bit on the lighter side. Yes. Yeah. So, from their website, in all of the... Uh, I'm not I'm not done. Sorry. I, I thought Go I was. Ahead. I'm not. I, right. um, I want to say some of that sugary note, like the... Okay. The... You've called it burnt sugar before, Jim, yeah. and I made fun of you, and now it's what's coming to mind, oh, so there you that go. is what it is. But Okay, but when you say burnt sugar, you have to say burnt creme brulee. 
Oh, that's oh, if yeah. it's also yeah. also um, creamy, right? Ah, uh, maybe. I don't know. We, we can pretty much say whatever we, we want. We translate <laughs> smells into like actual foods to sound more pretentious. Yes, if it was a dance. So, um, burnt sugar would be um, caramel. I'd. All right. If it was a dance, I'd toast, creme brulee all over. Would you? Would you it's a, it waltz, it waltz waltzes over, over my tongue. Creme brulee. <laughs> Um, very it, messy it kick lines right up into my nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> so uh what i was gonna say before all of the uh smelling tasting notes i pulled them direct from the distillery websites okay so some of them get really out there and some of them are just like peep that's it <laughs> so uh so for the nose we have sweet toffee and popcorn slightly nutty and fresh green apples I could add oh, apples is a good. Mm-hmm. I said pitfords. I should have said apples. I definitely yeah. get green apples. God, and I feel like um, apples is always such a good note to just throw in there. Like mm-hmm. apples are in so much whiskey. Mm-hmm. And I think the the toffee is what I was getting with the sweetness. Okay. Yeah. I just never think about yeah. toffee ever. Fair. Maybe nuttiness is what I think when I think of uh like this earthy kind of smell. Mm. Okay. Or it has like that kind of musk to it. I think it's I, I associate it with peat because it's scotch, but it's not. Maybe oh, it's like fair. a like a like a nut. Okay. Well let's jump into the taste on the palate. What are we getting? Go for it. Yeah, drink all of it, Jim. Like right now? Yes. <laughs> I'm getting um oily right off the bat. Yeah. It it coats your mouth in just a delightful way. I love an oily whiskey. Even though oily doesn't sound like a compliment. Yeah. In almost any other aspect, oily is a bad thing. Yeah. Like from any other food or drink to like skin. Or like the ocean. Yeah. Also a bad place to be oily. Yeah. But in whiskey, Ooh, I like that's it. It's good. It's so good. It's really good. It's um smooth, it's like which I feel like is a beginner tasting note, but it's very smooth. Um, Not a whole lot on the front of the tongue. Great coating all the way through. Just sweetness. There's that pot still spice on the back end which is very different from the rye spice that you get out of bourbons is this a pot still whiskey yeah oh is it yeah i think all scotch is pot still is it okay yeah, for sure well, they remember usually... they have their slow stills well there's pot stills and coffee stills so that mm. could that can mean anything column stills you mean column still did why you say coffee still? yeah i don't know why i said coffee that coffee stills i'm like i don't know what that is yeah <laughs> you are radio ready jim <laughs> <laughs> you guys weren't there i saw it all right <laughs> anything else on the palette from either of you yeah yes i'm getting those um fruity notes okay as well just the same ones from the smell it's, i think there's pretty good continuity from the smell to the to the taste okay so from the website they say it's clean green apples grass soft oak which i get that i like soft, yeah. soft oak I that's could... a fun way of putting it mm-hmm. actually that's a dumb way of putting it because what's really? soft oak Oak is a hard like, wood. Like yeah. a hint of oak. A hint of oak. I feel like whenever people say soft, they just mean like light. Yeah. They, instead of saying light, they just say soft. Nobody wants to say oh, hint cool. of oak right. since lime started adding hints well, of itself to everything. Well, yeah. then they say a hint of sweet licorice. Oh, oh we God, forgot I the water. It says water brings linseed oil and almonds. Ooh, I'll be right back. Okay, we've got the water. Um, we've I got it Jim, in the dropper. We've got the water in the dropper. I've got the water in my whiskey already. You know what that means. What's that? We're using a dropper to add water to our whiskey in our Glencairns. Jim, come on. Ring Just that give bell. Him water. <laughs> Pretentious bell. 
sitting here trying to like count drops for Steven, and I only right. have so many hands, and he wouldn't tell me how many he wanted. Do you get Do you get <laughs> linseed oil off of it? I, don't I know what that is. Probably do, but I'm not pretentious enough to know what that is. Don't say that. Just say <laughs> yes. You taste. You taste hints of linseed oil. That's hints of lin lin lind lin. Lin, linseed, linseed, linseed. Yes, I know what linseed oil is, mm-hmm. and they get hints of it. Maybe that's or the almonds. oiliness that they're talking about. Almonds is another one you can get. No, I'm not getting that. <laughs> mm. It's lots. See here, like water. the water does. I yeah. would you put two drops in here? Yeah, it brought out it like yeah, it, it opened it, it up. It spread a lot. it out quite a bit. Um, I'd also like to say that this has a very long finish. Like one oh. sip will last you. Yeah. What are you getting on the finish? Um, those, it's really warm, mm-hmm. comfortable kind of finish and lasts a long time. And I would say, um, James, see, watch like this. The water really does bring out hints of, I think, linseed oil and almonds. <laughs> Very nice. And the Very finish nice is long, warm, a little bit of lingering sweetness from the fruit, I think. Definitely. Very good. Yeah, it says See? the finish is sweet and malty. Just read out the script, even though he said not to. <laughs> it's there for a reason. Oh, I think it might not be there for a reason, quite honestly. I'm about, I'm about to turn off your guys' screen. It's there. Luckily for me, I'm the only attorney who can't read. All right. Everyone good for the Highland? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's so good. good. Excellent choice. Did All it right. say how long that was aged for? I forget. Ten years. Is it ten years? Ten years, yep. That's really light for a 10-year whiskey. I know. I know. It, it, it's light, but it definitely has depth. I, I agree with that. There it yeah, is. Yeah, okay. There yeah. it is. There <laughs> it is. Fair. You just described entire whiskey without using any flavor profiles. <laughs> I feel like that was pretentious. None of those were flavors, yeah. Steven. <laughs> All right, so we ready to go into the lowlands? I guess. Yep. I have my traveling pants on. Oh, God. What are those? All right. <laughs> now the lowlands. This is a much smaller region with only any guesses on the number of distilleries. Thirty-six. Jim just looked at the screen. <laughs> you pointed it at us. <laughs> yeah. You have one screen for you and one screen for there us. There we go. Oh no. <laughs> All right. He turned so, it off, everyone. Yeah, he turned it for, off. For those that's listening at home or in the car or anywhere or drinking. that's not in the <laughs> or not in the car. That's where I listen to my podcast at. All right. So in 1993, they had two distilleries. In 2018, they had 11. And then in 2020, they had between 18 and 21 distilleries. You said 2020 they had. They yeah, how have. did <laughs> Maybe that should be 2019. I'm going to change that in the script. Just in well, case don't bother that. now. You already there said it. In 2019, they had between 18 and 21 year. distilleries. We want, this, we want this script perfect this is for why next we don't time use around. Scripts, <laughs> so... We don't know what we're talking about. You guys can't tell, but we're using air quotes every time we say script. (laughs) The second largest region in terms of land area, typically known for the aperitif whiskey with very mellow and balanced flavors. Do you guys know what an aperitif is? Yes, we all learned when I was the only one willing to ask when we were drinking in that um, the um, the whiskey bar in Ireland where we did our Mm. uh, yes the one uh, distillers experience thing. The Celtic whiskey bar? Celtic, Celtic, one, whiskey, Celtic bar. whiskey bar. Yep. yep. Alright, so what's an aperitif? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the answer is no. It's almost it's like a dessert usually aperitif uh, is a wine, but yes. it's like a dessert wine. Um but they're classifying these as dessert whiskies. 
So the aperitif is like a every... it's like a post dessert thing. Post right? meal, post meal thing. Oh, like in yeah, so it's used it as is like dessert. a dessert. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so it tends to be a little sweeter, I believe. Um, like Jim here. Well. <laughs> Lighter and floral notes are known to this region, granting the nickname of lowland ladies what what did i miss on? <laughs> these two are dying I as i look over at them from reading the script what's no, what, no what's you're, lowland it's so ladies? Interesting. <laughs> you're doing a great job what, what is lowland ladies Lord. i just told you so yeah, lowland know, ladies they... <laughs> is the nickname for the region because of the light and floral notes to represent the lowland whiskey that feels like a bar insult to people who drink lowland whiskey hey i read it from our website oh we got so. the lowland ladies oh. over there <laughs> a couple of lowland ladies over here floral notes are it's, actually it reminds me of uh, the guy that was given gym crap in uh the pub in ireland when he like ordered some like heavy stout or something like that do you remember that? oh yes a dick max yeah uh. in dick max you went up to the bar and you ordered a um he, uh, it was something heavier than yeah. Games. It was like an imperial stout, and he starts getting oh, roasted by the yeah, <laughs> by the locals. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> what how you... can you even drink that? I don't understand how you can go out and drink twelve of those every night. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's because, what it was. Because it was like the opposite of something yeah. that was too light. It was like too heavy. He's like, how are you going to drink twelve more of those? He's like, I'm not. Yeah, I'm most drink... normal people don't. I believe you have a problem, <laughs> yeah. sir. I'm just going to drink the one. <laughs> All it right, was a so... Tuesday. We were on vacation. That guy was not. <laughs> So our distillery that we but chose... But he still was giving me shit for not drinking 12 beers. <laughs> yes, that was awesome. I love that. He was that. probably at 11. Yeah. Of all people to just start getting roasted <laughs> by the locals, it was a joke. So, all right. The distillery we have is the Ockentoshan Distillery, opened in 1817 by John Bullock, who was a corn dealer. Oh, that was perfect timing, dude. I know. Nice job. He was a corn dealer. When he opened it, was, it was... He was a corn dealer? Yeah. I, I had a weird corn dealer in college. Did you? No. <laughs> Jeez. So when he opened it, it was the Duntoker Distillery. And then in 1834, the distillery was bought by John Hart and a guy named Alexander with a name I can't pronounce, who changed the name to Akintosh. Try. Was it Akintosh? Nope, not going to try. Uh, just spell Wait, it. Wait, the guy with the name unpronounceable named the, they let that guy name the distillery yeah and he named it akintoshan that makes sense yeah because his but name is too complicated the name so no listen akintoshan means corner of the field wow it sounds way better in i assume gaelic yes i would agree with that yeah yeah corner of the field whiskey is kind of corner of the field sounds like a bottom shelf bourbon it does doesn't it mm-hmm. yeah so uh it's changed hands throughout the years, but the year that stands out to me is 1984. The distillery is bought by Stanley P. Morrison. You want to guess how much he bought this distillery for in 1984? I don't even know what currency they had in 1984. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a good point. I said euro, but they're not on the euro, are they? Uh, in 84? I have no idea. I don't know if they're on the euro now. No, I think they're on the Scottish pound right now because they're a part of... The UK. I'll give you a Scottish pound. There it is. <laughs> All right. Any guess? Okay. Guess how much unit of currency he bought the distillery <laughs> for. I feel like how it was much unit of quite currency? a bit unit of currency. 325,000 units of currency. Wow. That's probably an amount of money. Yes. It, yeah. <laughs> he definitely paid for it in a legal transaction that was consensual among two parties. 
trying to be an attorney oh, right now? So yeah, as, sound like it. <laughs> as per I most said a whole distilleries, lot of big words that don't mean Jim, anything. stop. You yep. stop. That's pretty much what it is. As per most distilleries, they use oak barrels previously aged, previously used to age bourbon, sherry, and fine wine. Mm-hmm. Quit, quit fist bumping. Just we have little moments with Joey. I know you do. Whenever he turns away, every time he reads a script. <laughs> All right, Akintoshin, twelve year. That's not what's in that's your hand. What we're drinking. Yeah, that's a Manhattan. There you go. There you, there go. You, there you go. I was drinking my Manhattan. Slancha. Slancha. Wait, wait, wait. Don't what? do it. Oh. Are you about to read more stuff before I get to drink? You are. Age 12 Put your years, glasses 80 back down. We will say slancha when we're done with the... Nice when, when we're done nosing it, that's when we will slancha. Okay. Fair enough. Because yeah, once it enough. clinks, once the my, little, you're ready to drink it. my little Pavlov's dog brain starts drooling as soon as I hear okay. the glasses clink. All right. And I right. get antsy. Yeah. I'll give it to you. I'll make, clinks, I'll make this quick. Goes in. I'll make <laughs> this quick. Akintoshin 12 year is 80 proof or 40% ABV, aged in ex Oloroso sherry and ex bourbon casks. Ooh. Go to the nose. Oh, this is a single malt too. So this is all. I that think all of these are single malts. Uh, the last one doesn't Ooh, say it. I like that. Wow, actually, that's kind of it's a little bit powerful, and it's got something yeah. that I can always tell when something is entirely new to my nose. Mm-hmm. It's definitely smoky. Smoky, a little bit cooling. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Very light on the nose. I'm not getting a lot of ethanol. I can yeah. go ahead and get a full sniff right off the bat. Yeah. This yep. has a little bit of peat in it, right? This is kind of like, it's like peat, but it's light. So they don't mention it on the nose at all. Really? Yeah. There's definitely like I a smokiness to it. I wouldn't be surprised either way. There's smokiness for sure. Yeah. There's definitely but, smokiness. Um, all those barrels. Mm-hmm. Any other characteristics you want to throw out as part of the nosing? Of fruitiness. The There's a little bit of fruitiness in there. I can't put my... It's very, very light, okay. so I can't put my finger nose on, on it. exactly. I almost said <laughs> nose on it. Why did you know that? <laughs> I can't put my finger on it. But... I want to say mandarins. Very good, Jim. Really? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that one. So, uh, bursts of citrus. Really? Yeah. Well done. Weird. Oh my god, he read it from the I hate bottle. You so I, much. You're such a turd. Why did I let you pour the whiskey? I know, because I sat you, by him. I should have known when you said mandarins instead of citrus. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I it's went on for the that. bottle. All right, <laughs> the nose the is creme brulee, burst of citrus, nuttiness, green leafiness, green and now we can leafiness. say yeah, green leafiness. Ugh, but now we can say cilantro. Can Come we? On. Yeah. All right. For the for the bottle themselves, they get the yeah. No, I'm the pretentious. I guess they're always that way, but that was (laughs) next level pretentious. Oh, dude, you have no idea some of the ones we're gonna go (sighs) with too. All right, slancha, slancha. All right, make sure you get that. I'm so mad you said man. Uh, what did you say, Mandarin? Yeah. Mm. Whoa, that is smoky. Yeah, that gets a lot smokier when you start drinking. All kinds of smoky, all kinds of peaty. Yeah, it takes over. You don't get it on the nose, but it's so much on the tongue. Oh, it is. That just coats the whole tongue, doesn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Wow. So much, front to back. But it's Lingers good. on the finish. It's in my nose as I'm breathing now. There's, there's smoky, smoky, smoky. Not in a bad way. It's very good. Do you guys get tangerine or lime? I get mandarins. He doesn't get anything. <laughs> <laughs> you get nothing. Nothing. 
It's it's still fizzy lifting drink. It says tangerine and lime. The finish. Oh, do you want to work on? Do you want to? Do you have anything you want to say about the finish? Um, I'm looking at Steven because Jim's very long finish. Long finish. All that smoke. Basically, all I'm getting is smoke. It's not a smoke bomb, but it's just comfortable, delicious smokiness and peat all the way through. Yeah, I think this is the struggle that most people have with scotch and peat in general. Is that like I like the smokiness and the peatiness because it's comforting and warm, but it does kind of overpower the other flavors. I agree, and it's It's, hard to drink something else after it. Like, yeah, if you go to a peaty scotch, you you're gonna stay with a peaty scotch for the rest of the night. Yeah, are we? Probably no. (laughs) (laughs) So the finish we've got ginger, a dry finish with a pleasant lingering nuttiness. Dry finish. Yeah, I could say nuttiness. I could see that. Um, It's funny that they're not commenting on their own smoke because there's so much here. Well, it's such a standard for scotch that it probably. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I mean, keep that in mind. That's a good point because it's so standard that when it's not peated, they say so. Yeah. I yeah. I could see that. Yeah. So this is very good. That's my uh, that's my rating. This is a it's a very good good scotch. I'd also like to throw out um, that if we launched it back to maybe episode one, episode three. Whichever one um, you guys first brought up that you weren't entirely sold on scotch because of this peatiness. We've come a long way. That How was a year ago. Have we come? Was a year that ago. was a year ago. Yeah. It's something, I mean, well, whiskey in general is something you have to kind of learn to love, but scotch especially, like that overpowering smokiness can be hard to, it's a hard hurdle to jump. This would have tasted different to all of us a year ago. Yeah. You guys. Guys. We're growing as oh my gosh. alcoholics. <laughs> All right, you ready to jump into the Speyside region? With a quick note, where yes. did you uh, where did you get your notes from again? Their website. Okay, just the bottle says mandarins, toffee, and honeysuckle, which you didn't mention in your None notes. Really? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, they didn't have any of that on the website. Yeah. Oh, well, they said citrus. <laughs> you, you, I mean, your notes had citrus at least. Yeah, but bursts of citrus, toffee, and like did did you say like melon or like anything like that at all? No, uh, tangerine. That's not that's a different that, citrus fruit yeah, that's than more mandarin. Citrus. All right, I'm losing respect. They just made a peaty whiskey, and they're like, "All right, nobody's gonna taste these things past the peat anyway. Yeah, just exactly. throw some fruits in there, right. just whatever, whatever you want to do." Once again, we prove that whiskey is all bullshit, but we love it anyway. <laughs> There's one thing we all have in common: it's that we love bullshit. <laughs> all right, on to the Speyside region. So this is known as the Whiskey Manhattan region. Not because they make Manhattans, but because it is a very densely populated region of Scotland. So metropolitan. So it's a reference to the city, not the cocktail. Yeah. Okay. So it's the most densely populated whiskey region. There's a valley that has some exceptional rivers and glens and is home to over half of Scotland's distilleries. It says Glen on the bottle. Glen on the bottle. Oh, God. (laughs) As I picked it up. All right. Any guesses on how many distilleries are in Speyside? Yeah. Good. Yes. How many guesses? What's your guess? How many guesses? I was. How many guesses? I didn't mean to say that. Nope. Well, you got to make a guess now. 17. More. 18. I said over (laughs) half of the distilleries in Scotland are in Speyside. 19. Oh, my God. Okay. So, wait. Math. Um, We got 37 in the. Highlands, Highlands Islands, 
and then or is it just highlands just highlands not including islands not including islands that's so islands. confusing i know god we're not enlightening anyone on this podcast and so so we got 37 there and we had what was it what was it on the last one 17 so if it's sure. more than half we got those two already 64 50 to 60 what they how does it flex so much i don't that you know couldn't even find dude i don't know i could not pin down a number that i was comfortable with so i went with 50 to 60 oh because you found different numbers yeah. as you did your research yep okay so how so. big is this region compared to the highlands i don't know okay a little more oh. than a tickle but less than paying your taxes no Anyone get that reference? <laughs> no. Really? You say that a lot, but I don't know where it's from. Oh, I have right. never heard that before. Well, if you figure it out, let me know. All right. Uh, well, you're not gonna, uh, I don't <laughs> like care it. for that at all. Yeah, I didn't like it. So I another... don't want either of those things. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't give any context. <laughs> all it tells me is that you don't know either. Uh, oh, I know what it's from. The reference, yes, but the oh. question that I asked that you yeah, used No, I have no idea for. the answer to your oh. question. Um, I'm going to be reeling from that until probably (laughs) drink number six. All right. So this is another wide variety in flavors from the grassy maltiness to rich fruit sweetness. Most popular distillery is Glenfiddich. But that's not what we chose. We chose the Glenmoray. Why did we choose the Glenmoray instead of the Glenfiddich? Because I've had quite a bit of Glenfiddich before. I wanted to try something different. Opened in 1897 just outside of Elgin, which is one of Scotland's oldest towns. Throughout the lifetime of this distillery, it has only known five distillery managers since 1897. That doesn't... What is the math? Wait, hold on. It's math time, yeah, guys. Go ahead and do the math. Steven's phone calculator corner. And I think I've got an answer for what you're about to do the math on. Yeah, it's the, it's the how long was each of their reigns in their kingdoms. So what was the year? 1897. So that's 123 years, and we had how many? Five. 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 So each of them reigned over their empire for 24.6 years on average. That's a long time. It is, Because, like, I only reigned over my whole life so far for about coming up on 27. So, like, (laughs) they they all did that a lot. It's almost like that was their job. Yep. Like their career. I don't intend chose. on doing anything for longer than 24.6 years other than just like Are you saying you wouldn't whiskey? be a distillery manager for longer than 20 years? Not at one place. I would probably move on. Oh, really? Yeah, fucking oh. millennials. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right, so the Glen Moray 12 years, what we're going to be drinking. It's part of the Elgin Heritage Collection. Age 12 years, 80 proof for 40% ABV. What does that mean? What? Elgin Heritage 40%. Collection. It's just one of the collections. I think they have three or four different collections. And this one, this one that we're drinking is part of their Elgin collection. What is Elgin like a name? Yeah. How's that spelled? Yeah. Oh, see, E-L-G-I-N. if you guys were listening to my original facts instead of making fun of me with your little fist bumps, I would never. You're <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> so the distillery opened in 1897, just outside of the city of Elgin, which is one of Scotland's oldest towns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay, cool. Okay. Okay. Wait, actually, that's a strange fact. One of its oldest towns. Yeah. In the yeah. entire country. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I guess it, you don't really think about, like, actually, you know, I don't buy it. That's weird. Okay. Is that when they first, like, incorporated as a town? Because that's str- Like, in the United States, like, our oldest towns are the ones that ships landed on first. But, like, what in the world is going on in 
Scott. I don't like know. To have I read it. It's count. an interesting fact. What do, you, what do you get on the nose? <laughs> well, we didn't, it wasn't we didn't. a question. I'm not putting you on the spot. I'm just thinking out loud. That's what we're doing here. <laughs> oh, we, we didn't Ooh, cheers. It's fruity. We're, oh, we're no, we don't after. do that till it tastes. God, oh, no, God. <laughs> I like to like cheers, nose, no, taste. No, we cheers then taste. All right. So what do we get on the nose? It's another fruity one. Yes. That's fruity correct. And sweetie. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You can say fruity and never be wrong. That's the fun part about whiskey. Well, I'm not getting a lot of smoke. No. I'm There's not a little at all. bit of smoke, but like not a lot. It's the the fruit is the the main attraction here. This almost did we record an episode where we did your German whiskey? Yes, the spelt. Okay. Yeah. This reminds me of that on the nose. Oh, really? I get oh. that I get that like bubblegum taffy kind of flavor on the Interesting. nose. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. Yeah, Definitely. Steven says I'm not wrong. No, I agree. Yeah. I'm not saying you're... You said interesting, like it's not on your little script. It's there. not on my script. That's why it's interesting. Yeah. Joey, I feel like I'm missing out on your tasting notes when you have already you, you already know them and you're well, looking he, at them. He has all the um, answers. I have all the script. answers. There are air quotes happening. Air quotes. <laughs> it's answers. a podcast, so you can't see them. Why They're not? just for me, I guess. I That's don't why know. I put emphasis on the words, because so, they're obviously air quotes. Anything else you guys want to throw out on the nose? It invites you to take a taste. Ah, sure. All right. So, <laughs> on the nose. <laughs> shut. No, we're not just going to brush past that. I'm, I'll ring the bell for you. But shut oh, up. Thank you. Enchanté. No. You don't this isn't France either. <laughs> this is a tour of Scotland. But still shut up. All right. Nose. Rich, sweet, floral. Notes of vanilla, toffee, berry fruits, and freshly cut herbs. Man, we could have said anything. Yeah. Yes, you could have. It's a long list. It sounds, it sounds like it's going to be complex. On the nose, anyway. It almost yeah. sounds like a bourbon. Sláinte? Sláinte. Ooh, I'm excited for this one. Hmm. It's very light. I know I need a second taste. I definitely get the fruit a lot more on the taste than the, I did the nose. Ooh. There's an interesting taste that kind of just washes over the entire tongue, too. Yeah, and I don't know what it is. That's why I agree with Steven on the second taste. So Second taste was much different. And I think I... Jim, stop. You stop. <laughs> I think I know what it is, but I want to see if you can pick it up without me saying it. Crap, because I know I taste it, and I don't know the name of it. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I taste. But in a more real sense, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but if we're being honest, I don't. God, I should know what that is at this point. There it's is so familiar. There is an overarching taste that I can't place. I don't know if that's what you're talking about. I think because it is. Because you can't taste what I'm tasting. I think, I know. I think Unless I we know. like lick each other's tongues, which I'm not willing to do. We're going to take a short intermission. <laughs> <laughs> For them to lick each other's tongues. <laughs> yeah. A new whiskey tasting experience. Where you taste the taste of whiskey. <laughs> partner tasting. Did you say partner tasting? I did. <laughs> oh my god. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we just got our first on the nose with Joey Erringman running joke. That one's coming back. When you least expect it's it. It's not when you taste with a partner, it's when you taste your partner. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> Joey's fiance hates that segment. <laughs> when people are around. Anyway, so are we, what are we on the finish? I don't no, know. No, no, is, no, no. is it so, over? What do we do now? All right, so that I overarching, like that overarching taste. The overarching taste. Oh not. yeah. What they say on the, the on the tasting notes is toasted oak. Do you think that's what it is? Yeah, there's definitely toasted oak in like, there. That's how you I age like, whiskey. Yeah, there's but no, but I get like a more whiskey. of a burntness to it that kind of goes over the whole tongue. So like a smoky, like is it like no, different no not things? smoky. That's not, not what I'm smoky. I could definitely get the oak on it, but it's like a little bit different. I guess like for me, the overarching thing that I that I was talking about was like a sweetness. Oh, then we're on different pages. We should have tasted each other. Well, you're on page. <laughs> what is that? Three of your script. So. No, it's one whole page, Jim. Oh, you know what we didn't point out is vanilla. Well, that's there's a lot a... of vanilla in yeah. here. Yeah, vanilla is everything. I rarely like catch or talk about or think about vanilla. Yeah, but there is a lot in here. So they say toasted oak, summer fruits, and mellow sweetness. Hmm. Well, there's a special kind of smokiness going on in here, and it might be what you're talking about. It might be something else that I can't quite put my yeah. finger on. Um. Any comments on the finish? I think it's not the longest finish that we've had, but also we've had a lot of whiskey at this mm-hmm. point. I think it's a you know short and sweet. Going to have to come back for more. Sweet with a subtle oak finish. I was going to say oak. Damn it. Just always say oak. It's yeah, aged in oak. Oak goes in it. I know, but I tasted <laughs> oak like primarily on the finish. Like it lingered. Oh, okay. You know, I'm going to give you credit because I don't see any reason to lie. Right. I'm not going to ever be impressed with you. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not impressive that you taste oak on whiskey. So, <laughs> Yeah, I believe you did. Yeah. Any final comments on the, what is this, Glen Moray 12-year? Yes. Glen Moray. And that's two separate words, right? Yeah, it is. Okay. Glen yeah. Moray. Yep. The old I like Speyside. it. That's a good heritage. one. I like it. Mm-hmm. It is. It's excellent. Did We've had an excellent lineup here. Three yeah. delicious yeah, scotches so right in a row. I feel like it's safe to say that Glen Moray and the Glen Goyne are definitely a lot lighter, good for a beginner, mm-hmm. kind of like yep. getting into scotch and whiskey in general. Yeah. The Akintoshin, a lot heavier. Still loved it a lot. It's a lot heavier, but still really, really yeah. good. Once you've so got good. like acclimatized to scotch and like the earthiness and smokiness in general. Acclimatized. He means yeah. acclimated, everyone. But, but acclim- I like acclimatized. No. Uh, he said acclimatized. Did I? Uh-huh acclimatized is solid i like it yeah i think i said uh acclimatized somebody has to make up every word before it becomes a word give yourself the bell ring okay you you can go for it i don't think yeah go for it that's a good word that's a good word he's okay we've rang it for worse (laughs) (laughs) there's no real standard let's be honest that's true anyway i like the akintoshin a lot but you have to work yourself up to it i would agree so that wraps it up for a tour of Scotland part one, where we talked about three of the six Scotch regions, the Highlands, the Lowlands, and Speyside. Next week, we'll discuss the regions of Isla, Islands, and Campbelltown, which I say next week, it's actually going to come out in two weeks, but we're about to record it right but now. We're going to record it right now. <laughs> Movie <laughs> magic. Yeah. Movie magic. Time travel happening right before our eyes, but... Not for you at all. It's going to be entirely... You're just going to wait a week and then exactly. listen to this one. Second or wait two weeks. Or more likely, it comes out you're going to hear about this a year from now, and 
listen to all of them all at once. All right, now we're getting deep into it. Spotify binge. Uh, I want to give a quick acknowledgement to the sources for this episode. Flaviar.com, the Scotch Whiskey Association. Surprisingly enough, Wineware has a very good segment on the different regions. And VisitScotland.com, along with the distillery websites of Glengoin, Ockentoshan, and Glenmoray. Thank you to everyone for tuning in, tuning back in with season two. Season two. We've got season some great two. episodes coming up. Keep following on Instagram at Erringman's Pub. You can get up-to-date info at www.onthenose.libsyn.com. If you have any questions or, su- or suggestions. God, I've been drinking too much. No, you have We're not. We're only halfway there, too. I know. <laughs> Email me at erringmanspub at gmail.com. Gentlemen, any last comments before we close it out? Thanks for joining us, everyone. That was awesome. Me too. All right. Nice job, Jim. (laughs) All right. Thanks for tuning in. And once again, the best whiskey is shared with friends. (laughs) This is On the Nose with Joey Erringman. Son, there's no wrong way to consume alcohol.